Welcome to Turning Purple, where we take an in-depth look at life as an independent artist. The good, the bad, and the kiki carry of it all. Oh, hi again. Oh, God. Only for you guys the first time, but for us, the, the second. third time. Well, the third, yeah. <laughs> Whoops. <laughs> the thing is, you have to press record on both tracks. Oh, is that what happens? If you just press it on one, it only records one. Oh, no. Yeah. It's a, one of the helpful tips of podcasting. <laughs> to make sure to record on both tracks. Record both microphones at the same time. At the time. same time. Hi, everyone. How y'all doing? Um, I'm doing pretty good. Welcome um, to... It's, it's nice to be distracted on this uh, stressful, stressful day. Oh, it's voting day. Mm-hmm. Um, even though I doubt we'll get any solid answers tonight. Um. Gosh, I hope so. I hope it's just so but utterly. Isn't that not the point? What do you mean? Like, didn't they not count the votes that got mailed in? Well, there is a possibility. Isn't it going to be mostly mail-ins? If yeah, but even even so, if it's overwhelming, which it probably oh, won't be. I don't be. think it's going to be overwhelming. The polls are very know, close. They, one can dream. <laughs> I don't think it's going to be overwhelming at one all. Can That's dream. the scary part. Um, but it's nice that we have a little distraction, and uh, even though we had a few false starts, <laughs> yeah, um, we'll get it this time. We're, both the tracks are recording. I'm sure of it. I Yay. can see. <laughs> You'd think we would get a. I would get a hold of the recording process by our last, uh, you know, by the end of our third season. But you Not know, quite you the end. Keep you Almost on your toes. Um. <clears throat> so this is our third season, as Adam has just said. That's right. And this season, we have been discussing our creative process. Come on, Segway. Our creative process is something that we did not know anything about prior to this season because it, neither of us had really thought about it. And we do get requests on uh, the bulk of the requests that we have received have been to talk about our creative process. And we did not, we could not because we did not have the language because it's not anything that we had ever really thought about. So we decided that it would be beneficial for us to, you know, to like examine our process. So we did some light research. We mopped seven steps from the internet that we spoke to us and that we wanted to use as a lens through which to examine our creative process. And that is what we have been doing for the entirety of season three. As I mentioned, there are seven steps to this mopped process. (laughs) And they are as follows. Can you remember them? Yes. Intention, <laughs> incubation, uh-huh. um, magnifying glass, investigation, composition, clarification, correction, and completion. So many shuns. Why so shunny? <laughs> shunny! Shunny! <laughs> <laughs> Um, yeah, so so this on this the second to we last episode of our third season, we're gonna give a recap. 
Um, so that circle back. So all the stuff, all the shit is all in one. You know. So we're just gonna touch on each of them briefly. Touch on them. We're gonna touch on them briefly. (laughs) Briefly. (laughs) Touch on them briefly. (laughs) Briefly. Oh, this is after hours talk. Oh, okay. Um. Yeah. So let's start. What's, What's the, the first, first step? <laughs> What's the first step again? It's intentions. Oh, yes, that's right. Intention. Um, and I think the the most the basic the most basic way to put it, intention, it's a place to begin. It's um, a very good place to start. But to, what strikes me is about other than what the obvious definition of the word is, um, is why intention. Why? Why? Uh, because as a concept, it's very, to me, it's it's a very malleable concept is why it's first. Um, for example, <laughs> like it could be, it could be a, it could be a, a picture window or a microscope, uh, depending upon how you use it. Like for an example, it can if you stretch wanted, from something very small to something, something very, very big, large. Um, indeed, it can. I think, uh, depending upon how you, what you're using it for. Yeah, what you're using it for. Um, for example, you're like, I want to write a song. You're not going to just sit down and start writing lyrics. Um, yeah, I've done it before, but it's not. But if you've never, the best way. I guess, I guess for for people that it strikes me as as no, I'm telling the you, most useful. It's not the best way to uh, do it. It's not the best way to do it. Um, especially for people who aren't used to creating, maybe. Um, yeah, it's a really. It seems like the easiest place to start because you can. It could be as simple as saying, "I want to write a song." Mm-hmm. Um. And then, and then narrowing it, start narrowing it, it down. It, it can help you understand what you really want by asking you the question: What kind of song do you want to write? What kind of feel do you want it to have? What kind of you know instruments do you want to use? What kind of lyrics do you? And if you, you get know, stuck, it, it's going in further, to, you can pull it back out. Yeah, you can start very broad. Uh, what feelings do I want to feel? Uh-huh. When I'm, you I know just what I mean? have a lot, a lot of, of feelings. feelings. Um, so that's kind of, you yeah. know, it helps. It really does. It's helped me just since we've started this season to uh, ask myself, like, well, what do I want this to be? You know, because before I have done, I have sat down and just tried to start writing a song with like no intention. You know what I mean? Like just trying to figure out, like think about something to pop into my mind, Mm -hmm. you know? And it's kind of like, you know, maybe that works one out of 10 times, but usually if you have a strong intention, if you take the time to figure out what your intention is, it's way easier to like get into actually writing the song, Mm -hmm. you know? So yeah, I mean it's important to know that before 
because your intention could, can be clear at the end of the whole th- process, but it's a lot better to know that going into it. Mm-hmm. Figure then, that out. Yeah. Yeah. After we have our intentions, I, and I was like, you know, it's good to keep, you can keep something to keep track of. If your intentions are too broad, you can't narrow down at the, you know, immediately. If you have a broad intention mm-hmm. of like making an album right, or making a large work or a series of works, right? Mm-hmm. Maybe you can't start immediately. Keep it, tuck it away. Keep that, hold on to that intention. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's something that I'm trying to be more. Hold on for one more day. Exactly. That's something that or I'm trying Or two more days, to, whatever. Or two more days or a year. Some, uh, that's something that I'm trying to. It takes to, time. To, um, it takes time. I just. To be I'm more aware to, of. I'm about to release a song that I wrote five years ago. It's, it happens. Yeah. Sometimes it takes, it takes a little time. Sometimes it takes a little time. After we have our intentions, then what do we do? We incubate. It's so inside of me. Oh my gosh. Yeah, that's what I think of. I think of like aliens. <laughs> I think of the little chicks. Kill me. The little chicks with the <laughs> which you have to put or the little the the eggs that you have to put the light on and then they hatch. The incubator. Because it's an incubator. It's the incubator. Incubator? I don't even know her. But um but girl. <laughs> um I think it's letting your intentions simmer. Simadana. But for uh, for me, the thing that strikes me as uh, important, it's the awareness of the time in between. The awareness that you're still in process. Like just because you weren't immediately able to begin, if, if you weren't immediately able to begin something, yeah. um, it doesn't mean that it's done. It doesn't mean that it's over. It doesn't um, mean that it's a bad idea. It doesn't mean that it's a bad idea. Yeah. It just means or even if you are even if you are a- able to do it, maybe you choose not to because mm-hmm. you want because you want sometimes you want to give yourself more time to let that like idea that, you know, intention to kind of build up even more, you know, and like become something even more than it mm-hmm. it is the first time it pops into your head, you know what I mean? Takes a little time. Like give yourself time. Don't you know, you don't I don't like to I know I don't like to rush myself into things because then you feel like you're unprepared, you know. Yeah. <clears throat> so you give yourself time to like feel that confidence of like I'm ready to make this happen because I've been thinking about it for you know Sometimes it's five minutes, mm-hmm. sometimes it's five years. You and know? I think the more, as with a lot of these steps, the more uh, you're familiar with your tendencies as a creator, as an artist, uh, the more you're able to manipulate these steps in your process to benefit you. Mm-hmm. Like if you're um, prone to sitting on things for a really long time, maybe you want to give yourself a limitation on incubation for certain things. Mm-hmm. If you're someone who just seems to charges, if your tendency is to charge ahead um, without thinking things through, maybe you want to try to give yourself some more incubating time. a little yeah. bit. That's what strikes me as, as um, something that's yeah. useful for about in- incubation. For show. After we incubate, 
We, we have to investigate. Investigate. It gotta get out your big magnifying glass. Dun, 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 dun. Inspector Gadget. Dun, 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 dun. Ooh, ooh. <laughs> <laughs> <clears throat> um yeah, I mean investigation is Research. The research that you, yeah, that you do. I mean, I like to listen to other people's, I like to listen to other music before I create my own because it kind of like gets me in the space of like what's, what is going on? What are other people doing? Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? And not to say that I like, I want to listen to other people's music to like copy off of them, but just gets me in the space of like, well, this is what this person's doing. This is obviously the tools that they use to make this happen. Mm -hmm. So how can I apply that to what I want to do? You know what I mean? Um, I think um, just a gathering of the bits. Yeah, like, yeah. And also it's just like we talked about getting it all together with like what are the tools that you need and that you're going to use to do whatever you're going to do. You know, you don't want to like start trying to paint a painting, and you ain't got no, you ain't got the right brushes. You ain't got the right brushes. You ain't got the right paint. Right, and you're trying you to start no trying to paint your mug, and you run out of your, you know, favorite color eyeshadow. You're gonna have a problem. So you got to get all that together. Yeah, it's a you know, gather gathering. It's the gathering. It's um, the it's getting the all your ducks in a row. At the buffet. You like an omelet station? You know, like it's so much easier to make the omelet when like it's all set out there for you. Like the eggs are already beat. Love the eggs. little ham is already cut up into little I cubes. Like some ham. The cheese is already shredded. Love all the vegetables cheese. are already cut up, just like veggies. ready to go. <laughs> so it's like you can make the omelet Am perfectly in like you know a few minutes. Exactly. <clears throat> so. It's so your getting omelets, all your ducks get in your a row. station together. And it seems like the more thorough this step is, the easier the next step will be. Because mm-hmm. the um, next step can be... And also part of investigation, I think, is you're investigating what... What the hell you're doing? What you're... Yeah, well, no. Like what your limitations may also be. What your, capabil- right. what your capabilities yeah, are. Yeah, what you need to do it or what you... Can acquire to make it happen. Yes, you know that will def, that will influence. Sure, the because entire rest. Of we've all happen. we've all been. I, mean, I don't know about the listeners, but me and you, we've both been there. And we're like, well, I want to make this music video, and I'd love to have you know a fifty foot wall <laughs> with like a huge you know whether a helicopter comes by, and, you know, then there's twenty dancers like, do, but. That's not possible. So no. you got to kind of figure out like That's how where you investigation can, comes in. Yeah, you can make make something happen with what you as is actually possible. You need to know what is. Yeah, it's about figuring like, out. Well, what's I could move my couch possible. in my living room, and you could stand up against the wall, and we could pull out your iPhone and do that. So yeah, that's what we're gonna exactly. do. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. We'll fix it all in post. It's important. Yeah, so investigation is it's very important, and it's like kind of gives you that armor to like go into the battle the next of step, composition, composition. Yeah, um, which is where the rubber meets shit the road. Gets real shit gets. St- 
and starts getting real. They stop, stop being, being polite, polite and start get getting it. real. Um, yeah, rubber meets the road. True you story. Go for two, true story. <laughs> You Sorry. thought it was seven. Seven, seven strangers. It's not. It's true story. It's been so long since I've seen that show. <laughs> true story. Um, yeah, like composition. Going, you're going from something, from, from nothing you're going to something. To, from nothing in your, to something. In your noggin to onto the page or onto the tape or... Yeah, if the an investigation, if in ga- the gathering is part of investigation, then this is the assembling of what you've gathered. Mm-hmm. Um, and a- I think what struck both of us was that this was really the only part of the process that we'd ever really thought about. Right, because this is like the part you can <laughs> see and smell and taste, you know, like these are, this is like when you actually sit down and you're like, I am working on this instead of just thinking about it and conceptualizing and all that stuff. Which is just as important. Right, it's just as important, um, but this is like the part of, you know, if they if they say, this is an artist in the creative process, they're probably going to show them a picture of like them painting. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like the actual composition the or the, 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 the <laughs> piano player playing the piano or whatever, you know, so... This is the part that, a lot that, a, that we always thought of and this, of the creative process in general, but this is just one step. Yeah, and, and I, something that I've realized about this, this is my least favorite step in general. Um, yeah. I, I wonder, I, mean, this, this I know the, there are a lot of people, be, but, but the thing is, the reason that I, it was kind of a gag, I mean, it's not really a gag. I know that I don't particularly enjoy I guess what I want to say is that I'm aware, I've met a lot of, I wish that I was one of those people that really enjoyed making stuff. I have a lot of skills that I've acquired over the years that allow me to create a lot of, a wide variety of things. Um, I don't necessarily enjoy making any of them. Um, Like even the job that I have, currently my day job, making flowers. Mm -hmm. Uh, Well, not currently. I'm about to go back. I but I, but I ain't been there in quite some time. Um, I don't necessarily enjoy people. I was like, well, oh my gosh, flowers, that must be so fun. I'm like, eh. <laughs> <laughs> not I'm as pretty, much fun as sitting on the couch it, watching TV. No, it is not. Um, <laughs> it, it really isn't. But I guess, I, yeah, I've just realized that it's not, especially when I'm by myself. I don't enjoy making the, the actual, like the physical making of things yeah. by myself. Um, yeah, I mean, yeah. like, I don't. There's parts of it that I don't really enjoy either, like recording vocals, like spending hours sitting at the computer, you know, doing that over and over and over again. And that I, I don't enjoy it. I actually procrastinate doing that as much as I can. And um, it's hard. You know what I mean? Like that's the work part of it. <laughs> that's the work. That's the job. It's the hard you know, it's, part. It's hard. It's the hard part. Um, uh, but like there are the some things it that much more. there are some things like about the com- uh, composition step that I really do enjoy, like making, producing music, being in the studio, like finding, like just like laying down a part and like just like getting tingles from it like i love that you know mm-hmm. when and you can really feel it coming together and then you know at some point it becomes tedious and annoying after you've been working on it for five six seven eight twelve hours mm-hmm. you know it's just like god i wish this was just done why doesn't it just sound right you know mm-hmm. but <clears throat> there can be really fun parts to it 
But then after, it's we're not done yet. <laughs> after we've composed, then we need to clarify. Mm-hmm. Clarification is the next step. Um, this was something that I was very aware of and made sense to me immediately, something less so for you. Um, because I think it was pretty apparent as a part of, always a part of my process, uh, just because I'm very much used, to, especially when I'm creating things from like Erica Tour, I'm always under some sort of a very a pretty severe set of limitations. Um, so once I've made something, there's always something that has to be changed, or things have changed throughout the making of, or I have run out of time, or. Uh, things have changed or do you know it, things are always changing so I was pretty acutely aware that clarifying um was definitely a part of you know stuff that I, I, I always review um there's always stuff that comes up in the making that I need to assimilate and apply so and that's what clarification is yeah yeah I mean I just thought <clears throat> I just thought taking about, a step back yeah taking a step back and kind of figuring out like what you've made, you know, because you can you can have your intention, but then after you go through and like actually make it, like you have to look back at me, is this what I wanted? You know, what is this thing that I put together? Um, <clears throat> and it's kind of funny because I was just thinking about it because I just did it, did, it, did it the other day when I was mixing a song that I had produced and mixing is interesting because like it's kind of what mix what mixing is is kind of the clarification of it i always thought about it more as like a composition step but mm-hmm. it's like once you take a track and put all the parts in <clears throat> then you go to mix you have to decide well what do i want like what are the most important parts mm-hmm. you know what i mean and like what should be the loudest. What should I put on this side? What should I put up, you know, should I put some effect on this to make it something to give a different kind of feel? Mm-hmm. <clears throat> because it's like, what is that? What is this? Is this important? Like, is this snare? Like, does this need to be the loudest thing in the track? Or is this just like a small part of it? You know? Yeah. So it's kind of like to look at mixing like that is interesting because it is kind of a clarification because like everything's there, but then you have to figure out like, what do I really want people to have like the main focus on? You know, mm-hmm. I guess it c- comes down a lot to me about prioritizing, because generally the the constraint that I work under is time. Whether mm-hmm. it's my own lack of budgeting my time properly, or just in general time. Um, so there's a point where I have to be like, I've made this. I'm out of time. Mm-hmm. I need to evaluate. Right. So that's the clarification. Clarification, pretty much always. She's gonna have to cut off that sleeve because it's not working. It's not working. (laughs) And then after you've evaluated, it's time for correction. Correction. Yep. Um, This is applying for me. This is applying the clarifications. Editing. Right. Um, Or you like you the clarification was like you figured out what you need to change or what needs to change or you know, mm-hmm. what, like what happened with it. And then you just go back in and you, and you do it. And I think this, uh, there's 
a element of awareness, as with a lot of these steps. That's uh, you know, correction is about um, being aware again that this it's built in. You, this is what you're supposed to be doing. Right. Um, it's you don't built have to, in. Yeah, you, don't you don't have, have to be have like, to look this at, is wrong. Let me toss it out. Right. This is bad. This didn't turn out the way. This isn't as good as I thought I was going to be like right after you get done with the composition. So no, I'm just not a good songwriter and this is bad. And now I'm going to wait for something else to happen. You know, I'll just move on to another song because obviously you ain't got to throw the baby out with the bath water. Right. Um, so yeah, I mean, you, you can always, there's always room for improvement. After we've, um, corrected, what's left? What's left? Yeah. You just, the, the final step. Which is? Completia. She completia. Um, which is just like. Deciding that something is done. Yeah. Making the making making the call, making the call that something's done, and it seems that this is very subjective, depending upon what it is your intentions are as an artist. Like uh, you, what your awareness level of 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 your own artistic intentions are, like broadly. Mm-hmm. Um, it's it's got to be a very personal thing to decide when something is done, I guess. And it seems like, yeah, especially, I don't know, I have trouble with this step historically. Um, I definitely see things in a different light than I used to. Um, I definitely have a bit more urgency than I used to. Uh, there was a lot of fear, I think, in the past surrounding completion for me. Um, that's not really there so as much as it used to be. Um, but um, I think, it, like, like sometimes there, some people make like art therapy, right? You're not. That's not necessarily something that you're ever going to show that to the world. Mm-hmm. Um, so, like, how do you decide when something? Uh, depends what you're making. I guess what I'm trying to say is like depends what you're making your art for. When how you how you decide whether or not it's complete. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I think completion in a way is like you know admitting defeat in a way sometimes because is it ever going to be as perfect as you imagined it could be with your original intention? Probably not. No, because you know most, I mean? people, most people don't have infinite resources. So it's, you know, it's, there is, I think to me, there's, a, there is a little bit of admitting defeat, which never feels good, you know, but it's a part of creation. So eventually it comes with the territory, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? You, you're, you're, it's, it's scary. You know, you're, you're putting yourself out there. You're putting yourself up for scrutiny. Mm-hmm. You're, Admitting your limitations, you know, mm-hmm. so it's not like the most comforting thing that you can do, you know, no. so it's scary, sure, 
but it's also part of it. And usually you're your worst critic, so you just have to, you know, realize that what you're creating is only half as bad as you think it is. <laughs> <laughs> only half. Maybe a quarter. A quarter. Depending on how good you are. A quarter. <laughs> <clears throat> because it's funny because you listen you listen to other people's music and you look at other people's art and you're like, oh my God, it's so perfect, but just think what they think about it. You know what I mean? Mm. So it's probably and in turn people look at this stuff. Hopefully. Hopefully <laughs> or they people like, look at the stuff that you garbage. do and they're like, oh, well, hopefully don't think it's garbage. Yeah. That's garbage mama. That's garbage mama. What? <laughs> Are some main takeaways for the children? Um, I think it, it's important to remember the steps and know that these are well, you're always on this journey, you know, I and think, you can like break it up into baby steps, and it and it can make awareness. it easier. Be aware of what steps you know you're going through. During your creative process, ain't got to be these ones, but I would highly recommend breaking up. Yeah, don't just make it all about that one day. All about that that one event of actually making, because there's so much more. And the main takeaway for me is, uh, you know, increased awareness and less stress and anxiety. Because I'm so prone to, I'm gonna, you know, I much less anxious than I was even a few months ago. Um, but I'm still a pretty anxious person. So the, whatever I can do to alleviate anxiety, um, I will do. And this, uh, looking at a creative process through this lens, through a lens of many steps as opposed to one hot chunk. Um, hot chunk? Yeah. Oh, wow. One thick slice. Um. It's One make, big it load. The, I didn't say that. <laughs> you said that. Um, takes the pressure off of the individual or the thought of creating. Yeah, it takes the, the pressure off of um, yeah making everything happen in the in in that one moment, mm-hmm. which makes the entire process le- uh, the the most beneficial thing is the awareness that you're on a continuum that you're in a process um, that it's not over when it's you haven't made over. any, when you, when you sit down and you're like, I'm going to do this, nothing happens. Well, you probably haven't started and it's not over. Maybe you haven't started yet, but it's definitely not over. So all of that, um, Takes the pressure off the moment. Yeah. Takes the pressure off the moment. Eases anxiety. I feel a much less anxious like anxious about making things in the future now that we've gone through all of this process. That's for sure. Mm-hmm. I don't even, I mean, I you know, because I definitely have a lot of kind of at another, gosh, like yet another turning point this year, um, about to go back to work. And I think having gone through this, exploration is making me a lot less anxious about not being able to continue making stuff while I'm working. Mm-hmm. Just take it one step at a time and um, keep my intentions clear. Um, it's also, uh, 
I think looking at it through maybe a more structured lens um, makes it easier to repeat. You don't have to start over. You don't have to, the mindset, falling into the mindset of starting over. Right. The the fact that you're just thinking that you're starting over from nothing can be incredibly daunting. Yeah, Um, you're not constantly reinventing the wheel. Yeah, you don't have to constantly because you've already, you know, especially if you're keeping track of your intentions, Mm -hmm. like I've been trying to. Yeah. um, And there's always something in the pot. Yeah. You never really have to start from zero. Mm -hmm. There's always something cooking. Yeah. Like what we talked about with like, what are are your overall intentions as an artist? Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And like keeping that, that can just keep you going forever. Yeah, you, you just know? gotta. I mean, that's difficult. it's hard to figure out. Yeah, <laughs> it's hard to figure out. But one, I mean, it took me years. Mm. You know, but once you figure that out, that can really propel you forward and and make you it be so much more expressive because you know what you're all about, you know, and you're not constantly just discovering little parts of yourself. For sure. Nice work. If you can get it. (laughs) (laughs) And if you get it, won't you tell me how? Sybil. I really liked Sybil. That was a good show. (laughs) <laughs> I used to watch that show. Christine Baranski, I mean, come I on. mean, hello. She's genius. She is genius. Civil Shepherd was okay. <laughs> um, so yeah, I mean, we we got through the steps. We got through the steps. I would recommend this. I would recommend to any creator taking a look at what your process is. I can't believe that I never thought about it until I, something that I, it's a word that I've always we heard. Had a lot of it's a word that I've always heard <laughs> ever since I was in college. Um, I just, it just never sunk in. It kind of actually, when I, it annoyed me. I always thought that they, those were the annoying kids. The ones that were always talking about process and writing papers and, <sighs> Do you know what I mean? It seemed yeah, but like, it seemed like an academic approach. It's it's like to it's not even stuff. about like this is it's like oh it's about the process. Yeah, but it's um, and I always thought that that was annoying. Like when I was in school, yeah, but it's um, not about like but my process. It's just showing that there is a process to creating. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like it's it's not like I have to have five red M&Ms in front of me and like, it's oh, that's not, not even, be that that's not crazy, even what I'm talking about. You know, but like, it's just showing that like concept. there are these different steps that like we've been doing the entire time, but we just were not aware of what was happening. Like know? I said, awareness. Yeah. Um, I'm so much more aware yeah. now that I've done, gone through all of this. I found this to be extremely enlightening. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, if you haven't, I would recommend it. And you know what? If these, if all these shuns don't appeal to you, um, guess what? You could do some light research as well. <laughs> There's plenty of other, there are plenty mm-hmm, of other people are. that have done plenty of thinking about this over the years. Um, There's a lot of find- them that, w- there's four steps. There's 12 steps, but... 
I think this one, because the four steps, there was really no, there, it was just a, like, a lot less specific. It was I, very amorphous and much more cerebral. Yeah. Um, so like, if you really wanted to get down like that, then by all means, girl, get down like that with your Encyclopedia Brown self. But this one, this collection of shuns spoke to me and continues to and will be something that I will use. Yeah. Um, in the future. Um, but I, I guess what I want to communicate is how useful this has been. Um, I don't, if, you, if you didn't get that already from listening <laughs> to these other it, okay. It's from useful. These, from these other episodes. Just like making lists. It, making lists is useful. Very useful. You could, one could say it's a list, a list of intentions. Yeah. I'd be I'd be making because it's easy to forget. It is memory. easy to forget. So yeah, that's that. <laughs> <laughs> wow. We can. <laughs> that's that, that's, and that's the creative process. <laughs> wow. <laughs> I think we've um, covered everything that needs to be covered. I think we've fulfilled our intention and oh. we've reached completion. We have reached the completion. She completion. Do you love, love, love turning purple? Do you love it so much? Can you not get enough of the dulcet tones of our sensuous voices? Well, I've got amazing news for you. Fantastic news, y'all. You can get even more on our after show, After Hours. After Hours. Now available at patreon.com slash turning purple. An extra hour every week. Every week of the Kiki and the carry of it all, darling. So subscribe to our Patreon and you get, not only do you get After Hours, but you also get access to our entire catalogs of musica. Music. That's right. You can get all of our tracks and an HQ, ex- darling. HQ. And an extra hour, an extra episode every single week for the low, low price of $10 a month. That's not a lot. It's not that much. It's really not that much. So support us on patreon.com slash turning purple. Well, let me tell you, I do it by making sure that both the tracks are recording. (laughs) Good job. Start from the very beginning. We only had to do it three times. It's okay. It's fine. Um, They'll never know. We didn't do a whole hour. I guess I've done that That so many times with Johnny. (laughs) Who's on the phone? Somebody from Phoenix. Oh, hey. I'll pick it up later. Um, <laughs> I can't be disturbed. It's part of my creative process. Um, We're going to talk about the stuff that we do. Is we. The she is we. Um, who asks us that question? Oh, yeah. Um, big chick energy. Big chick energy. I don't think that's her handle. No, it isn't. But that she does have that on her Twitter. Let me look. What is it? I want 
forget her name. I think her name is her handle is uh yeah, Talkie Katie. Mm, Talkie Caddy. Caddy. I always said when I thought I thought it was Caddy. Well, he's a Caddy because of uh uh Mean Girls. Yeah. <laughs> you can't just ask people why they're white. <laughs> um <laughs> Uh, Talkie Katie um, asked us what, like, if we have a specific setting that we need for creating. Like, does the space you are working in need to be a certain way? A certain way. And I'm me. At first, I was like, no. But then I was like, mm, kind of. It doesn't ne- need to be a certain like way, but it would it. be nice. I like it. Well, when I'm, I found. Especially recently, recording with the less light, the better. A little mood lighting. Yeah, the be- the less light, the better. It just fee. I can get into it. Feel because I can sort of soften my focus. I find that I get better vocals with my eyes open. Always, but I always like to. F- but I feel like I can't feel what I need to feel unless my eyes are closed. So I don't know what that is. I, but then, but it, it always sounds better when my eyes are open. I agree. I've, it, it's so weird. I've never even talked to anyone about that. <clears throat> but it's something that I've noticed. So when the but the when I when down. I'm recording vocals is that if I close my eye, if I open my eyes, it usually sounds better than when I close my eyes, which is the weirdest thing. I've noticed that in the recent our recent recording sessions. Yeah, because I feel like but when I sing them with my eyes closed and I am doing it. It feels better, but then when you play it back, I'm like, that wasn't good. Right. It doesn't sound the same. <laughs> it doesn't. It doesn't sound the same <clears> at all. It's weird. Um, but I also am very easily distracted. Mm-hmm. Um, so by anything. Look, a squirrel. Exactly. Um, and I also am still working, you know, I also get nervous still a little bit when I'm recording. Yeah. You're very so, emotional and your outside environment deeply affects you. Yeah. So that's why I thought it would be a good idea to turn down the lights and make you feel more comfortable. <laughs> and it worked. Um, you know, for me, I can do it with fluorescence uh, beaming. I don't really care. It's not a thing. But, um, you know, I have no soul. So Exactly. Um, <laughs> no, I mean... So yeah, I mean yeah, it, it is nice. Like people, people, they're always recording studios. Like their number one thing most of the time is like it has a very chill vibe and mm. blah 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 blah. It's not too clean, but not too dirty, and it's very you know it's relaxed, but it's not you know it's not too uptight. It's got good lighting. It's got you know mm-hmm. that's all very important in professional recording studios. For yeah, sure. for sure. Um, so. What about you? That type of stuff, you know, does go into it. Um, I mean, I like to be comfortable. I like to lay in bed uh, yeah, on my computer and when I'm when I'm producing music. Because I know I'm gonna be sitting sitting there for hours. So like why not just be laying down than rather than like being <laughs> sitting at the desk like leaning over my computer like that's not comfortable. No. And plus I'm just like 
we've talked about how I'm so gay that I can't sit normally. Mm. So, I mean, I've been sitting almost normally this most of this podcast, and now she's putting her feet up Are on the couch. Are you going to li- recline? Going to lounge. You're going to lounge? Um, I was starting to think of like what kind of... I, uh, like I said, I'm very easily distracted. Um, and I find that skipping around since I'm going to talk about, I'm going to, not skipping. No, I'm going (laughs) to talk about making like clothes, which is what I've been doing the most of lately. Uh Um, or anything that where I need to construct something, I need enough space to lay everything out that I'm using so that I can, cause there's always more than one. Generally when in constructing, there's more than one step but I tend to get lose focus if I work on one thing for too long. So I feel like I find, especially lately, that I get more done if I can lay everything out and skip around. Like uh, like assembly line kind of? No, not like an assembly. Well, everything need, that I need needs to be there. There needs to be enough room for me to skip back and forth between... Um, uh, between steps in the process, I guess. Mm-hmm. So if I need to cut something, I'll cut a little bit of one. If I'm making a, like two or three outfits at the same time or something, I'll cut a little bit of one and then I'll sew a little bit of another. I'll cut a little bit of, th- of this other one. I like to kind of skip around, which for a lot of people is not the most efficient. Assembly line is the most efficient way to get anything done. Is to do so you don't get out of the groove. But sometimes I find if I'm not under any if I'm not under any sort of time constraints, that's kind of the way that I like to work. Hmm. But if I'm like for work, like flowers, I prefer assembly line. Even if I'm working alone, if I have a lot of arrangements to make, mm-hmm. um, it's the best way to do it. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I can't really one of one one of <clears throat> every. We've got like fifty thing, fifty arrangements to make. Uh, prep you do you prep what you do. We start off as you prep all of the bases because in order to make most arrangements require some sort of uh, structure to hold up the the mm-hmm. to hold up the fla- to hold the flowers in place. And most of the time, if you're working in a conventionally shaped vase like a square or a circle or a circle, then you're going to need to put tape around the top. Um, in a grid formation so that the stems can actually stand up. And then the next step after that would be, you know, you you prep the, you know, you prep the vases, you fill the vases, and then generally what you start with, um, especially in an assembly line situation, depending upon what kind of arrangement you're making, but generally if you're making a, a bunch of arrangements, you'd start with the greens, like whatever the biggest leaves are that are involved mm-hmm. in uh, whatever the leaves are that you're using the greenery that you're using the arrangement goes in first. And so I would do all 50 of that. And then you go back right. to the beginning. But and then, then it's faster yeah. because you, you, know, you already have the stuff in your hand. Exactly. But one. if I'm working alone, I don't always like to do that because I feel like I am more apt to keep going if I skip around. Because in assembly line, I will do, but I will be like, I don't want to, I'll stop more. Mm-hmm. If I if I'm by myself, and I don't have any sort of time, does that make sense? I don't have any sort of time limit. If I stick to the yeah, because you sequence, get bored. I get bored, and, and then and I adjust. But at the same time, I do like extremely repetitive actions. 
But mm. yeah, I, I don't know. know. It's, it, it depends. I don't know if there's anything else really weird about what I do. I mean, laying in bed is, I don't know if that's weird or not. It's just, you know. No, it's just why, weird. She said specific. Why sit, why sit at the desk? When you could lay in the bed? Yeah. I don't think I need, necessarily need any other sort of conditions. I, th- I, no, I'm not, you know, I'm not that girl. Like, well, I have to have it this way. I'm very adaptable and, you know, I, I used to prefer to write songs on planes. I loved writing on planes. I don't really do it anymore, but I, there was a time in my late 20s when every time I would fly, I would write a song. And I would almost look forward to flying because I knew I would write something. I guess my preferred way of conceptualizing, like coming up with things, I, I like structured thing, like interactions when it comes to creating, I guess. I like to plan, right? So I like to feel like we're actually doing something. I guess my preferred way to like come up with things is in a traditional kind of setting, like at a table. Does that make sense? Like sitting at a sitting at a table with people is my is the way that I, I prefer to like come up with things, like mm-hmm. come up with ideas, work on ideas, write things, uh, you know, as opposed to like just sitting around. Yeah, it doesn't always feel like I'm doing anything, and I can't think as well. I find like if I'm sitting at a table with a pad in front of me. And a pen, and mm-hmm. everybody else is sitting around, and that's what they're, we're there for. That's my favorite way to make stuff to like yeah. conceptualize things. Yeah, yeah. And it's just like I used to always, usually be working at night, like when I first started out, because I was probably working during the day, like at a regular job, or mm-hmm. it would always just be like a night thing. And but now. I I hardly ever work at night. I always work during basically business hours or even on the weekend I work during the weekend sometimes. Sometimes I take the weekends off though like as like if I had a regular 9 to 5 job and just kind of like get try to get the work done during the day because it's almost like more of a structure of like you need to be done by 6 o'clock because then it's time for dinner and you know what I mean? So yeah. it, it kind of helps me like get it structure my time and like spend my time more in a useful way when I'm like, I'm going to work, you know, I can't just sit around and not do anything all day and then like start working at eight o'clock at night. You know, is I just want to like, I treat it like a regular job. So I'm like Monday morning, get up, start working, you know, mm-hmm. until Friday. And then you can have Saturday and Sunday off, you know, uh, because that keeps me <clears throat> motivated and like keeps me going. Yeah. So Well, that's how she does it. That's how she does it, honey. We're not that weird. I mean, I don't have any, I don't have to have I feel coffee. like it's kind of disappointing. I mean, obviously, I have to drink a liter of coffee before I do anything. Yeah. That's just a part of it. Cold brew. Self-ground. For sure. Um Yeah, I don't have anything like that. Sorry. Oh, well, I mean, if you don't take your psychedelics, 
has that become a part of your creative process? Has it's become a part you of my life. In your creative process? I feel like I've been more creative for sure. Since so, there you go. Erica <laughs> does magic mushrooms every day. Not every day anymore. As part of her creative every process. Um, and yeah. This is, it's more of a regime. You're just like Grimes, except for that you eat and sleep. Yeah, and I don't do math. No, she was doing speed. Yes, I Well, this she is quite an impressive individual. She's so impressive. Someone we've that we've known just for a minute. met her. Um, well, we've known her no. for a minute, but we just saw her, I should say. Yeah. Uh, recently filming an episode of Hey Queen where um, they really get into all the tea uh, about the amazing things that that she's doing. She's doing. Um, I just for didn't our know. Country, yes. For the state of for California. Our, for our community. For the community. I'm extremely impressed by her. Um, um, of course, I, we were talking about maybe, maybe a, a girl. girl. <laughs> Which, sidebar, amazing drag name. Yeah, fantastic. <laughs> um, that's M A E B E. Middle initial A. a. Last name? Last name? Girl. 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 Miss Girl. <laughs> if you don't know, you need to get in because she's pretty fucking impressive. Not only do our her politics align with mine pretty much... Uh, to the T? To the T. <laughs> um, she's also the first... She is the first... Drag, drag queen, queen ever, ever elected, elected to, public, to office public office in the United States. That's a that's like, a gag. That's a huge gag. We're bro. not talking about cross dressers here because we all know about J. Edgar Hoover. Yeah, but we're talking about a drag queen, honey. That's not an elected office. He was appointed. Um, but um, yeah, she's a drag. Queen. She goes to all of her. What was she elected? She's a neighborhood she's council, council woman. She's neighborhood save Silver Lake. Silver Lake, Silver Lake, California, which is a neighborhood in LA. Yeah. Um, neighborhood councilwoman, <clears throat> maybe a girl who attends all neighborhood council, who is at the, the, and um, ran as maybe a girl. Mm-hmm. Like that was, that was her name in the election. She is ran the treasurer. All in drag. Mm-hmm. All the press for her was in drag. She's, yeah, she's the treasurer of the um, N- neighborhood, neighborhood council. council. And she uh, is like on the board for the LGBTQ uh, like division or whatever um, relations, yeah, right. Um, and uh, she, yeah, she we. I that. met her. I met her doing. We met. We both we met both her doing met her pimp my drag. Doing pimp my her, drag. Um, she was just a baby queen. Um, God, that was how many? That was a bunch of years ago now, huh? Like five years ago. Um, yeah, that was like the first year but we. But she got in into LA. politics, and, and she, she okay did it. And here's the real tea: this bitch ran for Congress, and almost almost won. won. Almost primaried her, Adam Schiff on her first 
run very close to prime to like beating Adam Chef in the primary. She's gonna she's gonna run again. And so, if successful, she's already announced that she's she is gonna, gonna run, run again. again. And if successful, she will be the first transgender identifying person ever elected to Congress. And I think it's about goddamn time. Um, yeah. So I mean, like, non isn't she non-binary? She's she's non-binary. Yeah. Transgender. He him they he, him, she they. all that. He she they. Them pronouns. The first non-binary person, maybe I yes. should say. Yes, it yes, says yes. transgender on Wikipedia. That's what I'm reading it off Wikipedia. Okay. But you can't trust anything you read on Wikipedia. No. Um, Pretty but, sure she's to consider herself herself non-binary. Non-binary. Okay. So let's go with that. <laughs> but so she many. also isn't doesn't she also said that she doesn't um care about pronouns. So right. They are comfortable with he. She, she, they, or they, whatever. Okay, but <clears throat> didn't you go see her with me yes. for Drag Brunch? Uh-huh. She's done a lot of different shows around LA. Mm-hmm. A lot of started a lot of her own shows, mm-hmm. um, a lot of her own events, uh, and, and yeah. she started doing she started political doing political drag impersonation. She would drag. Like, dress up as Melania and like and she would do topical performances. Yeah, um, and then she ran for. F- she was inspired by the tragedy that took, like so many others, inspired by the tragedy that took place in 2016, um, and got politically active. Uh, so she's uh, just. You need to get into her because she's amazing. Yeah, go follow and, her and support her. And support her if you want to give her some money. Give her some money. If you're in California and you're in Silver Lake, you, you better be voting for her. Because yeah. she is like really probably She's the, real, the real. closest thing you're ever gonna get to like real representation of the LGBT community. Yeah. Um so the only person that I've ever seen in any public office that represents me personally. Yeah. Um so, so. maybe a girl, follow her at Instagram at maybe M A E B E A girl. Check her out. I mean, I think it's amazing and it's inspiring yeah. and it makes me want to like put a dollar in a titty, you know. Give the girl some money. It makes me want you know to just be more involved in my own neighborhood of, you know, the politics of my own community, yeah. my own neighborhood For and sure. all that stuff. It's extremely inspiring. And, you know, <clears throat> so I think it's great and um props to maybe a girl. Check her out. What have you done for you lately? Ooh, yeah. What have you done for you lately? Ooh, yeah. What have you done for you lately? What have you done? What have I done? What have you what Girl, have you done? Or what, what have you? I done? <laughs> I'm enjoying my last tastes of freedom. That's what I'm doing for me. Oh, is that <laughs> is that what you're doing? Yep. When do you have to go back to work? The 16th. 
uh, well, you still have. It's basically the rest of the week after we leave. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> um, and then she's back at work. That's what I've done for me. I'm just enjoying it. Well, we made a song for me. Made another song. So that's yeah. something. You ready to work twice as hard now that you're going back to work? Am to I get ready? all the other stuff done that you want to get done? Yeah. I mean, I'm, it's just going to have to be... I don't know what it's going to be like. We'll have to see. Well, you, but maybe you should start trying to figure it out. <laughs> like, do you have a plan? I'm not going to know what... Do you have I'm a not going to know... No. I'm not going to know what, it's, what it is until <laughs> have it's Have you made here. a list? I'm not gonna know how. I'm not gonna know anything about it until it starts. Um, so right now, I'm just enjoying the time that I have left. Um, and uh, yeah, and and that means working, sitting on the couch, <laughs> sleeping very, very late. Oh my gosh, I've been sleeping so much. I'm not gonna be able to do that at all anymore uh, once I start working again. So, I've been taking advantage, well, and it feels good. Nah, Sunday. There's not going to be any weekends. Saturdays are baby days, and Sundays are going to be work days. So, she ain't going to be sleeping late no more. Mm-hmm. Well, join the club. Um, <clears throat> I mean, we've been working since we've been here, somewhat. We've had more off days than on days at this point. <laughs> but the on days are pretty exhausting. Yeah. And I mean, I've been working on stuff pretty much nonstop since I've been here. Because if it wasn't shooting Hey Queen, it was producing music all day or mixing or whatever. It's been a busy month. Oh. <laughs> um. I'm releasing another song. Yes, you are. Um, and so I've been working on that and organizing all the things that I need to do to release it, the lyric video, the release, like getting it all you know, sent to the thing and iTunes and all that. I think it's going to be super cute. No one will probably care, but, you know, at least I feel good about it. Um, do you feel good about it? <laughs> I think the song's great. Okay, good. But you know, I is. don't expect it's much really good. from the release. But um, but know, I think that you know it is what it is. As long as you think it's great, then that's what matters. Um, that's what matters, and you do. And it's I it's a weird, it good. it's a weird time because there's everyone's seems to be so stressed out about all the election stuff and all that. Well, it's fucking stressful. So, um, it's, uh, I don't know if people are looking for a distraction or if they're too stressed out to be distracted. I don't know. Um, and it's also like, you can't expect to like, 
there's no like live element to music anymore. No. Nope. So <laughs> it's like you you know, it's all digital, it's all online. Mm-hmm. Everything's and so digital. It's not like you can online. like send it to a DJ and like go out to a club and like hear them play your song. You know, it's just not gonna happen right now. So that kind of sucks too. Mm. You know? It's like it's not real, you know, but it's all just virtual, you know, which is weird, mm-hmm. but who knows? Um, but so I'm excited been, to release the song and I've been yeah. working really hard on like all that stuff. Been working on new music for you and for Johnny and for, for me and for other people. So it's been a lot. You've been a busy, busy bee. Yeah. Yeah. But I still been working out. I missed one day, I will admit. I missed last Friday because I just couldn't bring myself to do it. But I did it yesterday. Been doing it three days a week, except for the day that I missed. <laughs> I have not. Um, I have not been doing anything. It's good. It's good. I'm, it's, 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 except it's not even the workout. Resting. It's not even the workout. It's, enjoying it's the self-discipline my last that I'm really days. the most excited about. You know what I mean? It's it's the self discipline more than the workout because I know I could do the workout. I could, I could do the workout right now if I really wanted to, but it's like the fact that I told myself I was going to do it and I did it. Other than last Friday, <laughs> I've been doing it for the last three weeks. You know, yeah. So that's what gets me excited about it. That's what I'm proud of. Is like more of like I had the self discipline to do this because I told myself to do to do it for no other reason than I told myself to do it. So I've, you know, struggled in the past with self-discipline and I still do in certain aspects of my life. So when I feel like I've got some kind of small grip on it, it makes me feel good about it. Oh, well, that's good. Yeah. Um, I'm happy for you and I'm proud of you. (laughs) Um. But uh, yeah, I mean, I've just uh, been I think working, I need to do trying to get the shit a, done. I need to have a goal of um, editing, try, getting the, some of those videos edited. Not necessarily for anything other than to send to Pitch Puddin'. Oh yeah, because she asked you if you wanted to be a part of her digital drag show. Yeah, which I've been telling you to contact her for months about that. Yeah, well. <laughs> she made it easier for you. She did. Um, so, yeah, I mean, even if you're not going to release this stuff right now, you might as well use the time that you have to finish it, you know, and, like, have it ready to go. Yeah. Because if there's ever, you know, if ever I'm... S- sitting around not doing anything, it's usually a conscious decision <laughs> because I know that there's always something I could be doing. Oh, yeah. You know I've what I mean? making a conscious decision to not do it. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, yeah. I mean, it's just like, because I've always got my list and it's never done. So, uh, you know, I just try to like, just get it done. Even if, it, even if you don't have to have it done. 
that could be something to experiment with since you're a serial procrastinator. If you don't, even though you don't need it to be done, let's you not could get carried just away. Do it <laughs> and finish it. Let's and then not have get, it ready to let's go. Let's not get carried away, Adam Joseph. Um, <laughs> might be something fun to try. Oh, I don't. That doesn't sound fun at all. Why are you scared you like it? Sounds like the opposite of fun. Um. I think it will be fun for you to finish something and to know that it's finished and ready to go. I think it'll make you feel really good. We shall see. <laughs> we but shall do you think see. it's going to make you feel bad? Maybe. Might make me cry. Well, you cry all the time anyway, so every you'll day. Be fine. Every day, girl. Do you cry already today? Oh, yeah. Really? Yeah, like two or three times. I cry constantly. Got something wrong with your eyes. No, <laughs> I cry all the time. Not necessarily. It's not always like a boo-hoo. I'm not always going to be like audibly crying, but I get welled up with tears. Did like you cry from my just from my striking, stunning beauty. Is that what it was? Okay, you don't have to tell me now. <laughs> Speaking of crying, <laughs> how's your head? Oh my gosh, Elvira, I'm sorry. Are you all right? Yeah, I think so. How's your head? I haven't had any complaints yet. Excuse me? Haven't had any complaints yet. But you have been crying about it a little bit. I cry all the time. And these days, it happens. I'm not talking about a boo-hoo. I think when you say crying, you mean like a (laughs) boo-hoo. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, no. That doesn't, I don't, I can't even remember the last time that happened. But that like happens. tears run down your face? Not always. They don't always. Well, make then you're it, not crying. They don't always make it out of my eyes. They well up with like I get oh, welled up with tears, count. and they unless do unless a tear rolls out of your eye. Well, yes, you didn't that already cry. happened today. Okay. Usually, I'll wipe them before they trickle down my face. But yeah, well, She's it like happens. An open wound. <laughs> open wound. <laughs> Fresh that's, for the fresh. Oh, that's scab offensive. Fresh for the picking. That is offensive, Adam Joseph. I'm not an open wound. <laughs> I'm sensitive. just very in touch with my emotions. Mm-hmm. Well, I think, I don't think you that there's anything like wrong to let with them that. Out. Would you say you like to let it out? I need to let them out. Right. I wasn't always. I wasn't like that. I didn't grow up like that. It was a conscious effort, and it's taken a very long time. And I will not go back to where how I was raised. I was raised to be emotion was showing a, a emotion was weakness. Anything other than the only emotion that I ever saw was extreme anger and rage. Um, that's the only thing that my dad. Those are the only appropriate emotions. Mm-hmm. And so, in order to not trigger that, I studied on being as emotionless as possible as a child and as a preteen and you know until I was in high school I just tried to I was like walking on eggshells I was like walking tiptoeing around broken glass trying not to set off anything so to really stifle my emotions for a really long time so I refuse to do that anymore and it after you have after you make a decision like that um to sit on something to to push down um, if you make a dis- and I did make a decision that that's how things needed to be, so that my life would be easier dealing with this man. After you make a decision like that, 
um, it's hard to unmake. It's it's easy enough to be to decide to do, and you just do it every day, and after a while, it becomes second nature. But to make the opposite decision, it can take a lifetime to undo. And uh, I think that I've come really, really far, and it's not something that I'm ever gonna that I want to go back on. So whenever I feel something coming up, I let it out. Mm-hmm. Because. I've experienced the alternative and it wasn't, and it was just not, it's not something that I, I want to go back to. I need to, I make the opposite decision on a daily basis mm-hmm. because of how damaging that decision was to me. Right. Personally. I just don't think I go through that many emotions every day. It's interesting. Like, what are you, you don't thinking think you about goo? when you start crying? Like for today, example, why did you start crying? It was a reaction to something that I was reading on the internet. Oh God, what was it specifically? Something to do with a child. I, I don't really remember. I mean, it was something, I don't even remember what it was specifically, but it was something a touch to me emotionally mm. and made me well up. Jeez. So... Things when things touch me, I just when it, when I feel things coming, I just let them happen. <clears throat> I don't stifle anymore. Mm-hmm. Um, I used to, yeah, sadness and joy, and I mean because it's like when you start the one, then it's it, you're not really built that way to filter just one single emotion. When you decide to filter, it's the, they all get filtered. Mm-hmm. When you decide to cut off one thing, then they also then everything suffers. You become less feeling, like a less feeling person, because that's the end result. When you decide that you can't show what's going on inside of you, yeah, you know, by default, less happens over time. <clears throat> yeah, so seems like the only logical way for me to do it, but different strokes for different folks. What do you mean? The I don't only logical show way. all my emotions all the time. Hmm. I mean, that's what most people do. What? Not show their emotions. <laughs> yeah, most people are really, really unhappy. Yeah, but I mean, that's what most people do. <laughs> I don't um, know about most. I probably more than not. I think I would agree with you there. But, well, I don't know. I just dep- it depends where you're at. I think. Um, where are we? But now? I also I also just don't. Are we on how's your head? Yeah, have the, yeah. <laughs> I also just don't feel the need to cry very often. I've only cried at one movie ever in my life, mm-hmm. so. You know, I think it's just a different, it's It's, a different reaction. It's a different reaction, but it's also a product of how, what says how society views. But I definitely hold back tears if I feel them coming for sure. It's my first reaction. Yeah. It's not like let them go through. I won't do that anymore. It feels very, it makes me, 
It feels like reversion. It feels like the opposite of progress to me. Yeah. Um, well, speaking of holding back tears, <laughs> what? are you ready to get out the Kleenex and give yourself a little... Attic girl. Attic girl. Is she ready? She's ready. She's ready? You can go first. I can go first? Yeah. Okay. All right. So here's Atta Girl. Don't want us to just start talking to ourselves with no, <laughs> no, uh, no explanation. You know, explanation Atta Girl doing. is self-congratulations. Self-congratulations. Not did, self-flagellations. Did I, what did I hear? What were we just, you were just watching something and it was about I, like today. And I meant to say something, but I didn't. You were watching something and it was like to, about basically like the same thing about talking to yourself and telling yourself, no, no, you don't remember. I wasn't you. There was something on TV. I forget what it was though, but it reminded me of Girl because they were like basically giving themselves recognition of like the things that they had done or something like that. Hmm. It was very similar. Huh. Um, it's very it Stuart Smalley. I'm good enough. I'm smart enough. And gosh darn it, people like me. Yeah. Which is kind of people make fun of it, negative but it's like, yeah. Because people looked at it as this guy's so stupid and silly and like got so many issues. And it's funny the fact that he's doing this. But in reality, it's actually an extremely powerful mm-hmm. and positive tool that you that can use. That reminds me, we have something we could talk about on After Hours because I have a lot of opinions on that person on that particular subject. Oh, okay. So, Stuart Smalley, not not specifically Stuart Smalley, but like the society's perceptions of weakness and how damaging they are. Yeah, society. Let's get worst. into it. Let's, think, um, let's have a really intellectual <clears throat> conversation, Adam Joseph. But anti ways. <laughs> It's just our moment to like realize the things that we've done over the past week and give ourselves a little pat on the back. Nothing wrong with that, right? Nope. So here we go. You do. Let me try to think of all the things that I've done. You don't have to do all of them. Uh, You're going to show off. (laughs) I've done so many things. (laughs) The list is endless. (laughs) Adam, this week... You have worked on a TV show in Hollywood, California. You've continued to work on new music. You're planning to release another song finally after five years after writing it. And you've helped others create music that you can all be proud of. And for those things, I'm proud of you. <laughs> push it down. Let it push out. Push it down. No. Don't push it no. down. I mean, it does give me a little. I can see you get nose flushed. Nose rush. Yeah. Um, <laughs> woo. Aww. Um, 
Oh, that made me smile. Uh, I like it when you I'd do that. I'd love to see you cry. Oh, no, <laughs> you just got, I could tell that you were feeling some, some, Genuine some good stuff. emotion. It's nice to it see. It's nice to good. see. It feels good. And if you guys haven't tried it yet, I'm very disappointed in you. You should really try you it. You guys are missing out. Yeah, because we're some pretty cynical bitches. Yeah. And, uh. If we if it works yeah. for us, I just randomly it will work. For I don't. You. If, I don't know if you guys heard when we start. We started doing this at the beginning or at the end of last season, I think, and then we decided to make it a weekly segment. Mm. But I just randomly did this to myself in last year in Poland when I was finishing my tour, and I was like, you know what? You did your whole tour. You made it to all the gigs. You 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 know people liked your shows. Good job. And like all of a sudden, it just clicked and I was like, oh my God, that was amazing. And I just kind of randomly stumbled upon it. But yeah, give it a whirl. Erica. Okay. Erica, this week you've once again made the donuts, got yourself into drag, been a part of a wonderful queer show filmed in Hollywood, California. Um, You've been there uh, to support your good friends. You've managed to make some new music. Um, You've taken the time to have some self-care. And you've maintained a positive attitude throughout. And for all those things, I'm proud of you. the the words are powerful people yeah putting them out into the world i mean it's different when you just think it on the inside than when you actually say it out loud i don't know why it's different but it is it really yeah it's you can't just think it you can't just like sit there and think it. No, you, you have gotta to say it out loud. You have to say it out loud, or else it doesn't work. And like I said, if two cynical and, bitches, yeah, like and, us, and <laughs> and if you want to get advanced, try it with a friend because it almost gets even more real when it gets you t- real. Say or it try it in looking in front of mirror. Some, no, but when you say it in front of somebody else and you're yeah. talking to yourself, it's like it's much. You hear this? I'm, this is what I'm saying. Like there's there's you have a, when you have receipts. a witness. Yeah, when you have a witness. Yeah, it's a lot more, but also doing it in the mirror can be. <laughs> I haven't tough. done it in the mirror. You've yet. never done it in the mirror, no, no. bitch. I'm scared to look in the mirror. <laughs> <laughs> I'm afraid of what I might see. See the demons. <laughs> um, God. So yeah. Um, so that felt Aww. good. That that was a really good one. Yeah, I could tell. Um, uh, it does feel really good filming the show, filming the TV show knowing that we're a part of that and that we're able to be there for Johnny and you know, this will be something that's around for forever. I think Mm -hmm. that's such a cool part about being an artist is that we are creating things, especially now in the digital realm Mm -hmm. where like, unless something goes Terminator and like all the machines shut down, like we're creating things that are going to be around and giving things to the world that are going to be around for the rest of our lives yeah, and even beyond that. Possibly even beyond because you know? like, you know, what's, what's the only thing that's left of ancient societies is the art. Yeah. It's yeah. The only thing that we have left. Mm-hmm. 
So it's all that survived. It's a good feeling to just (laughs) be working and putting things out there. You know, the the mediums are different, but yeah, the impulse is the same. Yeah, totally. It feels good. Yeah, it does feel good. Um. Okay. (laughs) So this is not our last episode of the season. This is episode nine. We will have one more episode. We have one more, one more, and I think we just need. I think I feel like you know, maybe we we need a regular season episode. Yeah, well, we need like a regular season wrap up. Like we usually do, talk about us and not just this. (laughs) Less about process, more about me. More about (laughs) me, girl. We gotta talk about what about me, mahogany. And then maybe try and uh, you know go through some what next season might look like as well, which yeah. is what we've, we've done on the past last episodes of the two, past two seasons. Is that what we did? Mm-hmm. I didn't even realize. Okay. Um, we'll get around to that. But uh, Sunday Bulletin, Oh, go ahead and take this opportunity to get on your Twitter and follow us at turningpurple underscore. Um. If you love turning purple and you want even more in your ear holes, in your ear holes, <laughs> so dirty, join our Patreon <laughs> at patreon.com slash turning purple, where you can get our after show after hours, an extra hour every week after the main show of turning purple, where we talk about whatever, a bunch of random stuff. <laughs> and you can just feels like we're just hanging out, kikiing, and just doing the damn thing, um, which is basically what we're doing. Um, <laughs> so, doing yeah, you just can't get thing. enough. Come on over to Patreon. Come on over it's to only Patreon. only $10 a month. That's like $2 an episode or something like that. I don't know. I'm not a mathematician. Um, but I'm not a mathematician. <laughs> it's $2.24 <laughs> cents an episode, something like that. Um, uh, follow me, Adam Joseph, on Instagram and Twitter at Adam Joseph Music. And follow me at Erica Tour. E R I C K A T O U R E. And if you would like to email us for any reason out yeah, there. Yeah, really, for whatever. any reason. Um, We're nice enough. Whatever. We'll check it. <laughs> we might respond. Uh, turning purple pod, turning purple pod at gmail.com is our email. And uh, yeah, go ahead and it's just, you know, you could just send us a bunch of heart emojis if you want. Yeah, please do. That. We love hearing from you. We need uh, validation. Retweet us on Twitter, <laughs> share our episodes, um, and all of that. And all of that. Um, I hope you've enjoyed our deep dive. Yeah, tell us about your creative process, and you know, just because we're tell done us with, if, we, if any of done this has helped mean you have to whatsoever. Because I'd really like to know. Yeah, totally. Yeah, um, like totally, for like sure. Tits, tits, tits. My so uh, we're gonna have to. Um, hey, wait a minute. Aren't you forgetting something? Well, it's only Thursday. Tell me Never mind. I think I need you to say it every morning. Mantra time. I need you to say it every morning. morning. <laughs> um, we have this mantra that we that we've created for this season. 
that we recite just to let ourselves know and remind ourselves of what we're doing here. Mm -hmm. It's easy to forget. Yeah. So if you need to say it with us, we'd like you to. If you want to say it to yourself over and over and over and over again, you should do that too because guess what? That's what a mantra is. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, Here we go. I I am an artist. I am creative. I am talented. I am productive. I am capable of using the full force of my talents to bring it to the floor, turn it out, and gag the children. Oh, close. Uh. Oh. <laughs> spit on my mic. On your microphone. Spit on my oh, mic. Thanks, guys. We'll Tongue see you next time. Gone wrong. Bye. Bye, guys. <laughs>